0: Welcome to the Women Who Can podcast, and more importantly, the Business Boss Lady series. Over the next six weeks, you are in for a treat as I have had the pleasure in interviewing some of the most incredible powerhouse women in the entrepreneur space that we live in. Together, we chat through their confident stories, what held them back at the beginning of their journey, and how they went from the woman who can to the woman who has. So buckle up because you are in for an empowering, inspiring and sensational ride. And me as your host, Becky, I cannot wait to share their stories with you. So let's do this. So the first beautiful lady that I have coming up for you today is the wonderful Helena Donald. She is a money mindset expert and she helps female business owners transform their money mindset and create epic wealth and success. And I tell you what, she's done exactly that for me. I cannot wait for you to listen to this interview. And as you are listening, if there are any big aha moments or takeaways, please make sure that you take a screenshot and tag both myself and Helena in it. You can find me at Rebecca Hayden and you can find Helena at girl unfiltered on Instagram. Both of these are in the show notes. Enjoy and I'll see you soon. Hello everyone and welcome back to Women Who Can. I am so, so excited today because I have one of the most insanely incredible women with me. I actually feel a privilege that she's took time out to come and speak to me today. Um, But welcome, Helena. Hello. Hi! Thank you. You're so sweet and so kind. Seeing as I'm coming
1: live with a sweaty face and my gym workout gear on, but hey, women who
0: can, women who can work out halfway through the day, how about that? Exactly the life of an entrepreneur. Um, but exactly. yeah, if you, you want to just give a little introduction to who you are and what you do, I can. I'll tell everyone our story too, because I think it's quite special um, too. Yeah. So yeah, off you go. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Where do you want me to begin? <laughs> do I begin at the beginning or do what do you, okay. you do? Yeah. What do I do? Um, so I'm a money mindset expert, um, empowerment and success coach for women. And yes, money mindset is a big thing. People are like what money mindset? But basically, I help specifically female entrepreneurs and business owners to radically release the internal blocks self-sabotages and fears and real programming that they have that holds them back from stepping into the wealth that they not only desire, but that they actually deserve. But because layers and layers upon beliefs and programming have built up over time, they're actually blocking themselves from hitting even their first income, income goals, let alone those big major milestones as they up level in their life and their business. And I freaking love what I do.
0: <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. And I think it was quite, it was quite special how we met actually. Um, well, I started listening to your podcast just on a drive one day and I was like, oh my God, this girl gets me. She's in my head. Oh. <laughs> she knows what I'm <laughs> all about. Um, and you know, I am very transparent and very, I suppose, vulnerable when it comes to my podcast and I do kind of tell people what I've gone through and what I'm going through. And money mindset was a big thing for me. And I know when we first spoke, it was, you were like, I see you, I hear you. And, you know, we pretty much have quite a similar story as well in the way of, you know that sort of side of it, um. So yeah, it's so lovely to have you on. So I'm really looking forward. Yeah. To this. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely
1: a pleasure. I, 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 I'm normally on the other end interviewing people for my podcast. So
0: it's actually so much fun to just actually get to chill and be interviewed for. Yes, <laughs> I can imagine. I bet. So pretty much going into the mindset because mindset is everything, and um, I think a lot of people. This is kind of what I'm really banging home on on Instagram at the moment is when we first start our business we're like right strategy 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 how do we do this what do we do for this how do I do that what's the hashtags you know I'm going through that sort of process and the mindset almost gets pushed into this little box and it's like oh it's okay we'll sort that out another time you know um, and yeah. actually I think it's so important to to start with the mindset as well as the strategy and I want to know from you who was the girl as in you, who started her business and how is her mindset different to how it is today? Quite a big question. Oh my God, I just got <laughs> chills.
1: Holy crap. It's crazy because this is actually the perfect time to kind of ask me that question. And I, I promise you, I'm not going to cry because actually I feel a little bit emotional because I'm sitting in my brand new office in my brand new home. And I was just making myself a cup of coffee before I came on here. And I can literally see the Hollywood sign from my kitchen window. Like I have almost 360 degree views of LA in, and you can hear from my accent. I'm not from America. Like I grew up in, I grew up in London and then my family moved to Derbyshire. So to be living and breathing what i'm experiencing now like gives me chills to think back to where i was before because when i began i mean you know my where my story really begins is me packing two suitcases and moving to los angeles with an absolute dream on my heart and not much else to be honest <laughs> other than that big goal and i actually worked as an actress in la to begin with um, but I had this big mission and dream on my heart to share my story and share my kind of journey of healing my eating disorder, um, with the world. And I really wanted to inspire younger women to fall in love with their bodies, love the skin that they're in and really dramatically increase their levels of self-worth because I knew so many young women had struggled with their bodies and eating disorders the way that I had. So that's really where the, the story begins. So everything to now like began with the seed of me just writing my book. I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Like I didn't know like how to really start a coaching business. I didn't really know like the strategy. I didn't have the mindset in place. I just knew I wanted to do something big. And then, you know, obviously that grew over time. And then the book came out And I started to build my actual coaching business. So like wanting to, I knew who I wanted to work with, I knew who I wanted to empower, but I just felt like I kept hitting a brick wall. Like things just were not clicking. And I was working really, really hard. Like, I mean, you you, until midnight building, you know, pages or deciding what my next social media posts were and all of that stuff. And yet, you know, I was doing all of these things, but inside I was riddled with low, quite a big self doubt, I would say, um, and a very, very poor money mindset. But I didn't know that that was actually what was going on. So, really, the defining moment for me was um, I remember going to the the grocery store and walking around the store and picking up all the items and calculating what it was going to cost me in for the week and trying to figure out how long it was going to feed me for. And I just want you to know, like, outwardly, I was putting out quite a successful image. Like, I was being interviewed on NBC and CBS for my book, and I was doing this international book tour, and yet I couldn't pay my freaking bills. Like, I, I had, so I get to the checkout after doing all of this. And the car, you know, they ring me up and I put my, swipe my, my card in the, whatever you call it, the machine. And my bank notified me that I was overdrawn. And I like my heart sank, my stomach dropped. And you ever had that moment where you're like, I know I'm going to cry, but you better hold it together until you get into private. Like do so not cry <laughs> in this grocery store right now. Exactly. So I like Got back in my car, my Ford Focus, and I slammed the door and I like literally burst into tears. Like massive, massive tears just rolling down my face. It wasn't just the like nice, polite tears. It was the like wanting to bang my fist on the steering wheel because I was trying so hard. I was trying so, so hard and I was doing all of the things. And you know, to most people, it seemed like I had my shit together. But I didn't. And I felt so much shame. Like, I was still having to go knock on my parents' door to be like, I can't cover my rent. Like, that was where I was at. And so that was my defining moment. So sometimes we have to break down to break through. Um, I'm sure you've experienced that. And I realized in that moment that. You know, there were other areas of my life that were actually thriving. So, you know, I had a great relationship at the time. I'm now married to that man. You know, that was a great area of my life. I had great friendships with wonderful women in my life. Um, And I had healed an eating disorder. So, you know, my relationship with myself was evolving as well. And in that moment, as I thought of those things, I realized. The one thing that was like, for me at the time, the missing piece of my pie or my puzzle was money. I felt like I was putting all of these expectations on money. Like once I'm able to hit my first 5K, once I'm able to you know, achieve this level of income and sustain it, I will finally feel good enough. I will finally have my shit together. My life will suddenly be easy and breezy. Um, and I realized that here I was pinning all of these things on money. And yet I had never not once looked at my relationship with money, not once. So you asked me like, who is the girl that began compared to who is the girl now? Well, the girl who began, and my husband will vouch for this, used to ask him, how are we ever going to support ourselves? Like that was what I was asking. I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to support myself. That was where I was coming from. A complete lack of safety and security within myself, I subconsciously was pinning my safety and security on a man financially without even realizing it. I was thinking, okay, well, if this doesn't work out, well, at least if I marry somebody wealthy, then at least I'll be okay. Like That was the kind of thoughts that I was having subconsciously because I did not believe in my own ability to make money. And yet I was outwardly craving all of these things. And yet, fast forward to today, and here I am in my Hollywood home that I pay for myself, that I do not need a man. Like, obviously, you know, my husband and I split everything, but we are 50 50. Let me tell you, I just bought myself a new car. I know I'm financially supported at all times. I know money is always coming my way. And I know that I am the one that creates anything that I want and desire in life. And I, Truly, do not feel the worry at all around money because I know I'm the creator. So, if I'm the creator, then it's always within my power. So, wow. it's been quite a journey to go from 97 cents to completely wholeheartedly knowing that new belief around money to be my truth.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's kind of cut a long story short, but it. also <laughs> a long way of saying it. <laughs> And I just think like, I mean, I resonate with pretty much every single thing that came out of your mouth then. But actually I see a lot of people a lot of people and even my clients when they come to start working with me. um, and this happened especially when I used to work in the weight loss world. You know, I did a lot of hypnosis for weight loss and stuff, and they were like, Well, when I when I get to this weight, I will feel great, or when I have this amount of money, I will feel good. And I'm like. You know it, it happened even to you know us moving here when we move to Australia, we will be good you know and that sort of thing and actually it doesn 't matter where you are, what you have, what you do if it 's not coming from an internal space, nothing external is ever going to shift that so it 's just yeah. so lovely to hear that story and yeah yeah really i 'm so glad it. you
1: highlighted that because so few people I think realize. Those hidden expectations that we place on these goals, and certainly on my journey, like I know, like there's so much truth in what you just said because it even brings me back to my journey of loving my body. Well. I thought always, okay, when I lose this amount of pounds, or when my waist is this size, like I was in a very toxic, really, like I was. I won't even go into it because it's not, it's not interesting for today. But I was in a very toxic relationship with my body, and I thought then I'll be happy. Well, we project that onto so many areas of our lives, um, and like when I find the dream man, then I will feel loved and supported and safe. When I move to Australia, when I move to LA, then I will finally feel this. When we buy the new home, then I will be able to feel this. Blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on and on. When I hit my income goal, then this will happen. And I can hands down tell you nothing changes if you don't change internally. And that has been my truth and my like, hands down, even, and I'll share with you like the last two months, or not even two months, like, Six weeks, I have up leveled in my life more than ever. Like, all the up levels seem to happen at once. Like, we just launched a new program in the business, Money Mindset Magic, and we had one of the best months financially that my business has ever had. My team has grown. Within that same month, we moved house, bought a new car, all of the things. I don't feel any different, girl. Like, Honestly, if I had pinned all of these expectations on suddenly feeling fulfilled or whatever it might be post that, then I would be miserable right now. What actually happened was, I say the same, Like I have to continue to do the internal work throughout the up level and especially post up level, because actually what happens is you've got such a surge of energy going through your body as you focus on the one goal, that often what happens if you don't sustain the mindset work on the other side of the up level, then you experience an anticlimax or it feels like a crash. And then you start to self-doubt and then you start to think, well, did I do enough? Or is maybe this, this up level in itself isn't enough. So, oh my God, let me start on the next up level. And then it just becomes like this toxic roundabout. And that is not sustainable in any area of life, especially not in business. So if you're hoping that one day when you hit a certain financial goal, that everything will fall into place. I am sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it won't. You might as well start feeling good enough now. You might as well start (laughs) feeling worthy now. You might as well wake up every day feeling badass, sexy, confident, abundant, whatever it is, right here, right now, because nothing external will actually ever give that to you. And I know that to be truth.
0: Yeah. I love this. I feel like we're right on the soapbox. <laughs> Shouting from the ceilings.
1: <laughs> got me started. You better be careful. And I'm on like my third cup of coffee, so
0: we could go anywhere with this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just so true, isn't it? And I think that's that's the biggest thing I saw in, the, in my coaching journey is when I did start to do the inner work, I was like, holy crap. You know, and I know it scares people and that is okay. Like that is okay. But actually you know, mindset work, I think you said this just a moment ago, but mindset work never finishes. It's an ongoing journey. And, you know, every new level, you know, when I did my launch and I did a challenge and a launch and, you know, I was like, oh, wow, wow, I've never heard these thoughts before. And then it was again, I had to then start the new process of that. So, you know, it's just so it's such a nice reminder for those who are listening that, you know, it never finishes and never push it away because. It's always going to be there for you to do work on, for sure.
1: Yeah, and isn't it what makes life beautiful? Yeah. The fact that we've always got that, you know, that it's always going to be a journey. The journey really doesn't end because when do you ever just, like, reach a destination in life and, like, oh, that's it. Everything's all good now. Done. (laughs) It's going to be something, but that doesn't mean that it's, like, hard or ugly or uncomfortable. It has to be uncomfortable or difficult all the time. It just means... We have to be, you know, we have to listen to ourselves. We have to listen to our bodies. We have to listen to our souls and what they're telling us. And that is a constant. That should always be a constant. It's what makes us human. And it's what makes life interesting too.
0: Exactly. I always say like when you go on holiday um and you're going to the destination of holiday like you don't like pack your suitcases really miserably and get in the car and it's like oh god i'm going on a holiday and then you get to the airport and you don't have a glass of prosecco like that just doesn't happen <laughs> you know you enjoy the journey yeah. like you enjoy that journey on the way to the destination and then when you get there you find something else to do and then you know so i think sometimes reminding ourselves and and this is a massive thing like reminding yourself that it, it there is no end destination i mean mm being very logistical yeah. there is an end destination when we pass away but- yeah I, know. I don't want to say it like it
1: be really morbid there is so we might- and on the other side of that we might as well also feel grateful for what we already have right here right now because, exactly you know exactly. that's part of it
0: Exactly. absolutely yeah and um, i've only on question one <laughs> <laughs> oh <Anyway>. dear <laughs> um, what would you say your kind of biggest um this is one of my favorites because this is pretty much what I do for a job. But what was your biggest limiting belief that you had to break through oh when gosh. you first started?
1: Ooh, that I couldn't make money. Like, really, honestly, it sounds so silly to say now. But again, my husband would tell you, like, if he was in the room, he'd pop in and be like, she believes you're going <laughs> to make money. Because um, I, d- I really didn't. And that, and that wasn't a conscious belief. That was a subconscious limiting belief due to, you know, we can get into some of the things that, you know, some of the programming as to why that was there, but, um, it was part of the programming that I received growing up. Um, there was a lot of fear there. um, I believed also that if basically I believed subconsciously that I could have either love or I could have money. And for me, love is like my be all and end all, like I love is my driving force every single day. I thrive on love and passion. And I knew that I wanted that relationship in my life. And if I was going to get married, that that would be the relationship that I want in my life. But because of, I guess, the dynamic of what I saw growing up, I thought, or I'd made the decision at a very young age, you get to have either or. So here I am trying to make my business work as an entrepreneur and I found the love, I found an amazing man, I found the passion. So subconsciously, that was ringing true to the belief I had made when I was like, let's say five years old. Yeah. Oh, okay, How about you found the love, so now you guys don't get to be wealthy, you know? Yeah. And I had, I, like this was one of my defining moments was I was sitting in a circle of women and we were leading each other kind of, we were all very strong coaches and and powerful women in our own right. And one woman led me through an exercise. And I kind of went and did hypnosis on myself in that moment. And I realized like I had this flash where it suddenly hit me that I had very strongly made the decision or I had a very big fear about letting wealth into my life because I thought I'd lose Ray. I thought I'd lose the man who was my, you know, my husband now. And when that hit me, it was like an eruption of emotion. I t- God, it sounds like I do nothing but cry, but really. <laughs> no, got it like,
0: everywhere.
1: <laughs> I, and when I say I screamed, I actually yeah. screamed it out of my body and I started to shake and the shaking didn't stop for, I'd say about an hour or so afterwards. Like they wouldn't let me drive home. Like I had to have a cup wow. of tea and just like breathe And my life changed drastically after that moment because it suddenly made sense. And then I had a conversation with him. I was like, hey, babe, I just want to let you know, like, I made this decision for us and I'm really sorry. And you don't need to do anything. And like, you know, you don't need to change. Like we're good. I'm just letting you know, I've finally decided we get to be wealthy too. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs>
1: By the way. <laughs> By the way. Um, and that was when I released that limiting belief, like it was very much an upward trajectory and has been an upward trajectory for me ever since. So I love
0: that. I love Yeah. That yeah and i think one. it's i think it's so important, especially when you are in this world because you we do a lot of up leveling as you know in the coach world i suppose and on as entrepreneurs because i think self-development is such a big part of that but you know people around us aren't doing that and that's okay um and Mm. you know there's a lot of women that i've worked with and it's like oh, my boss doesn't you know my boss doesn't get what i'm doing or my partner doesn't get what i'm doing and actually just allowing them space i think we spoke about this the other day you know allowing them space to do whatever up level they need to do um but to kind of be like, this is where I'm at. So if you see me like yeah. skipping around the house at any point or <laughs> meditating totally. on a block somewhere, like it's just having that. I just love that story. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I can definitely yeah. feel that eruption. I've had a few of those. Um, <laughs> what, what would be your kind of go to mindset practice? That if, I mean, there's probably more than one, but what would be your go to?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great question because I think it changes day by day. And I don't, I sound like, so I'm going to say the opposite of what most people are going to say. So I apologize in advance to whatever anyone Just else say might it. say. I'm not, I'm not going against what anyone else does, but I know that there are women who wake up and say, I do this and I do this and I do this and then I do this and I do it every single morning and I spend however long doing it, like, and that's that. I wake up and I just listen to my body that day, if I'm being really, really honest, and like, I'm not going to tell you if it's not the truth that I wake up every single morning and I never touch my phone for the first two hours and I um, meditate for an hour and then I journal and then I do Kundalini and then I do my workout. Like, it just would not be the truth. And I am not here to be, like, I'm here to be real. Yeah. So, um, hence, girl unfiltered is my brand. <laughs> but, <laughs> I just realized that. Um, but I, okay, so I really... I think also quarantine, I'm not gonna lie, like definitely changed things for me because prior to that, I would get up every day and I would go to my workout dance studio. And for me, actually, my meditation was an hour of dance because it puts me in my body. The phone is, my cell phone's not in the room. I am only focused on like the beating of my heart, the music, and my breath. And it was absolutely amazing. And I have missed that so much. So, um, I've had to kind of find ways to give myself that experience now because in LA, things are still very much shut down. But I wake up, I my mindset practice is I definitely do love journaling because I normally find things that I didn't know I was maybe holding on to. Um, after I've made my cup of coffee, that is part of my, my morning routine. I meditate. I do do that. I do these things. But I'm not rigid with it because I feel like we need to find the flow in our day. Like, I don't think that you can keep a rigid structure, or at least that's not the life that I want to lead. Um, And one of my go to things, you asked what my go to mindset practices is, and that's tapping, and that's the emotional freedom technique. So, if I'm ever feeling any kind of way throughout the day or my week, I just tap on it. And tapping, if no one has ever heard of it, it doesn't include tapping shoes and dancing. It's um, tapping on specific acupressure so cool. points. <laughs> I know <laughs> for some people like tapping. <laughs> Could you imagine if there's someone listening who thought when I said that, that I tap every
0: day? My oh my God, favorite, I wish. So... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're a tapper? I am. Wait, what? It's my forte. No, yeah <gasps>
1: that's so badass oh my gosh Funny. wow that is very cool you need to send me a video of you I like will. actually tapping I have, i've be got a video i'll send you one <laughs> amazing then 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 the added thing would be try to tap and do eft at Tap the same and tap. <laughs> um but basically it involves tapping on acupressure points in the body and it very quickly shifts and releases any trapped emotions or anxiety that you're feeling But what is my go-to mindset practice? It is, it's honestly, this sounds so bad to say, but like I've worked so much on staying positive and having positive affirmations and thinking in a very positive and empowering way that it is just second nature to me now. So If I ever have, it's very, it's a, I would never, I struggle to think of when I would have like a negative thought or when I would have a disempowering belief because I've reframed so much for that to just become my normal. And also, you know, every day is different. So like at the moment, I'm feeling way more tired. I don't, people are like, this is her tired. I genuinely, like I'm a lot more dreams because I've just come through a launch. And so my mindset practice right now, like last night, it was, I ate pizza and I watched, I made a, I ran a bath and I watched Gilmore Girls in the bath. Yes. Like my self-care just <laughs> looks different every yeah. single day. My mindset practice, my well being practice, it really does look different every single yeah. day. So I'm sorry because that's probably not the answer no. that I wanted. it. No. <laughs> any
0: answer. There's no particular right or wrong. Um, but yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, yeah. I actually struggled with that because I, I'm, a, I'm a very all in or all out girl. And I know mm. a lot of people have that too. And um, so I had to do a lot of work because I was like either all in like gym, gym at half five,
1: yeah, journal,
0: meditation, this, 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 like work for 12 hours, do this, do that. Or I'm like, mm. pff, all out. Yeah. So it's, you know, when I, I always use this kind of, this example with my clients is like, okay, all in looks 100% and all out looks zero percent like what percentage can we have where we can have all of it at once kind of you know have yeah have in and out and still feel good so Mm -hmm. I love that listening to your body and listening to you know every day is completely different isn't it so yeah especially on this. I think
1: it's really important to know what your belief is behind the action that you're taking yeah because I very much resonate with that Um, and I've had to learn especially over the last year as my business has really grown I realized like I did have certain sets of beliefs, like for example, I don't deserve as much success or I'm not as successful. My energy field is not as successful if I'm not getting up at 6am every morning, yeah. or if I don't work out, meditate, journal, whatever it is <laughs> yeah. within the first hour of my day, I'm not as successful. So then what am I telling myself? Well, I'm telling myself that I don't not only deserve as much success on those days, but I also don't deserve to be financially compensated or receive money yeah. on those, in those days. I'm like, I get to just be, and I get to be wealthy. Like, that's where I'm at now. And so I I think it's more important to know what is the belief behind the action? Because if you're like, well, I have to do this mindset practice and I have to do this morning routine in order for me to be deserving, well, what's the freaking point? Like, you get to be deserving just because you are. And if I want to watch Gilmore Girls for the day (laughs) because I don't have a, a client or clients that day, I still get to receive money. Like yeah. that's where I'm at now. But I definitely had to do the unlearning and the reprogramming
0: to obviously get to that place. Yeah. Disclaimer, I watched Silence and Sets um season three in a full Tuesday. Like that's all I did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh,
1: I remember you telling me that, and like, I, um, I my husband went out for the night and I watched the entire season three on a Friday evening, yeah. like, made myself
0: linguine pasta. So, love I that. like
1: right yeah. there with
0: you, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I love that because everything is a belief everything that we do, everything that we think, everything that we take on, how we act you know, everything comes from, from the thoughts that create the action that creates the results. Um, and I think that's something that we both, you know, speak about. On both of our platforms is you know when we can start to rewire and I think a lot of people are a little bit skeptical when they first come into you know hear me banging on about the subconscious mind and oh here she goes again um but yeah like the more we can change you know or is that a
1: belief I know I was literally
0: just about to (laughs) say she she called me she called me (laughs) um but you know even yesterday we like I cleared quite a big belief yesterday and I was like walking the dog and I was like. I've got nowhere to be, no one to see. And I was like, I would I would have been like, back home, back home, got to do this. And I was like, wow. like, And it doesn't take long, does it? It's like, it's a quite a quick process when you find it and when you do break through it. So yeah, it's she's caught me out there. <laughs> see, it happens to all of us.
1: <laughs> no, no, but I love what you just said yeah. because you went through a big breakthrough yesterday. I don't know if you want to share with them what it was around release. Well, I'm about to say it as I give you permission. <laughs> <laughs> you can share what it was, but I love that you made that shift around like allowing yourself to slow down and giving yourself permission to do that. Yeah, Because we are programmed, especially as women, that to be good enough and to be worthy, we have to, I want to use the word hustling, but it's not just hustling. It's like, we have to be everything to everyone and be on it all the freaking time. And like, I'm just, I like, can't be here for that. I'm, no. It's not the paradigm that I want to live in. Yeah. Does not mean I'm not ambitious. Doesn't mean that I'm not a hard worker. Doesn't mean that I'm not always achieving different things or whatever it might be in my life. But I think it's like us women need to be able to give ourselves permission to take a break and release this societal and internal pressure that is placed on us
0: yeah because i think that was you know a big thing for me it was the pressure and it wasn't just pressure from you know um people around me it was pressure from my career that i had previously you know i did a post about this like i i always felt like i had to be first and if i wasn't first then i wasn't good enough like that was one of my biggest beliefs really and you know actually when I broke through that I was like wow like we can I can collaborate with people like I can have people on a podcast because they're not winning over me we're just in the same space having this amazing time together like I probably stay on this call for like another three hours let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah so what's one thing you wish you'd known when you started your business Mm. so that you know now what's one thing you wish you'd known
1: Okay. The first thing that comes to mind is I I wouldn't change a thing. I, I really you. wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go back and tell myself the girl that didn't know she was capable of being a multiple six-figure earner and us having money flow into her bank accounts. I wouldn't go back and tell her, or try to predict the future to her. I wouldn't. I just really wouldn't change it because from the breakdowns, from the self-doubt, from the limiting beliefs came a fire and a knowing and a passion and a strength within me that could only have been developed from having known what my rock bottom was to knowing where I am now. So I think wherever you're at in life, like find the blessings and the and the journey and the gifts within it all. There's a teaching in all of those moments. And if I hadn't cried and sobbed in my car because I had 97 cents in my bank account and consciously made the decision to focus on my money mindset and transform my relationship with money, I wouldn't be empowering women all around the world to do the same. Yeah. So I really wouldn't change a thing. I love that. I love that.
0: And I always say like... Um... When, whenever we're doing any mindset work, any limiting belief work, like things come up when they're ready to come up, aren't they? Like yeah. they, they happen when they're ready to happen, um yeah. and that's just so empowering. Yeah, I I I completely agree with you, actually. On reflection, because every you is know, I
1: you can tell your younger self like, is there anything? I mean, not, I know. I guess like there are times you want to go back and like give yourself a hug and yeah, you know, exactly. You can, be that person <laughs> yeah. for
0: yourself. But is there yeah. anything that you how yourself will change or change? Um, I think mostly like the first thing that comes to my mind is to the belief. It's mm-hmm. just the belief that uh, that I didn't have in myself. Um, yeah, and I think that's you know that's doing the inner child work, and I speak about this a lot. You know, I was meditating one day, and this like inner child came up, almost, like literally, like vomit was coming out of my body, and I, and like it stopped oh. my meditation. I like my eyes open, I was like, what the hell was that? Like it was <laughs> a really weird experience, and I was like, yeah. hmm, I think I'm gonna have to do a little bit of work on this. Like it was very strange. Um, but a lot of it came from like a, it, the word that kept coming up was attention. So attention, attention, attention. And I don't think it—I it was in like a negative way, but I think it was like attention for me to go in and give it attention. You know, give her attention. Yeah. And that you know that belief that she needed because I was doing all these things, and a lot of people are like you know at the at that time actually reflecting on it. Um, everyone was messaging me and being like, "Oh my god, Beck, you're absolutely smashing it at the moment! Oh, yeah. like, you're doing this and you're doing that." And I was like, "Am I? Am I though?" Yeah. Like, and that was my reaction. And I was like, "Wow, like that just happened to be the thing at the time." So I think if anything, it's belief, and I think that's the biggest thing I see in women as well. You know, is the belief. Yeah,
1: absolutely, that yeah. they can. They can achieve anything they put their aligned minds to. Yes. They really, really can. Yes, Absolutely.
0: Aligned mind. Yeah. So one guy you know, called me and was like, right, I want to stop smoking. And I was like, okay, what's the reason behind it? And he was like, my wife's told me to. I was like, I can't work with you. I was like, if yeah. it's not coming from you, if it's not aligned with you, then this isn't going to work. <laughs> like, yeah. and I always tell that story because it has to come from something that you want to create, you want to change, and no one around you. And I think you know, you saying aligned mindset—that—that that was literally like in my head. It's so mm-hmm. true,
1: yeah. It's so true. And you and you also absolutely agree with that. Like, no one can tell you to do something and then you'll just be able to do it. Like, it yeah, it totally doesn't work yeah. like that. But or he could quit and then probably yeah, go back to it because exactly. he hadn't made the, con- the the decision to do that. But also, I mean, like your subconscious and conscious minds has yes. to be, have to be aligned. So that's why I say it like that because so many women have a big goal on their dream, um, on their heart consciously. So they want to consciously and they feel that really deeply. Like, I really want to make 10K a month. I really want to hit 15K a month or whatever that might be for them. And that's when they come to me and are like, Helena, what's, it's not happening? Like, what's what, I'm doing all the things. And as soon as we start working together, we quickly realize that they have a whole host of reasons from their subconscious mind as to why, That isn't safe and why they don't want it and why um, there are so many downsides to that happening. And so then we go, oh yeah, maybe,
0: maybe (laughs) this is why.
1: why. (laughs) Right. And then once we released and rewire and reprogram, then they get aligned. So of course, like it happens very, very quickly after that.
0: So yeah, yeah. alignment is key. It is um last couple of questions um what was the kind of you probably spoke about this a few times and had a few moments in this in this conversation anyway but what was would you say was the pivotal moment where you went from the kind of the woman who can to the woman who has i suppose
1: well definitely the like the pivotal moment was that moment when i had the 79 cents but then when you think about when i think about okay the woman Who not only can, but like believes with every cell of her being that she can, was signing my first $70,000 contract. Like that was pretty amazing. But it also piggybacks on what I said earlier, because I had obviously already done the mindset work, Like, like to go from Literally seventy nine cents in my bank account to being somebody who signs a seventy thousand dollar contract with complete confidence and and like knowing in herself like because I also do corporate money mindset and sales coaching so with multi million dollar uh, brands or companies. Um, what was the de- the defining moment there was that I felt no different. I didn't feel more successful after signing that. I didn't feel more worthy or like I was suddenly a better woman or wife or coach. I was exactly the same woman pre-signing that to post-signing that. Meaning I had chosen to believe I was worthy and successful and abundant and a badass and a great wife, not from a big headed place, just from an inner like alignment place, before signing that, that was why it landed in my lap. <laughs> like that was the reason it came was because my frequency was ready for it. My the, my energetic frequency said I am aligned with obviously signing this. And of course I celebrated it. Of course we went out for like champagne. And of course I was immensely gra- grateful for it and practice gratitude for it to this day. But it didn't change me. It didn't suddenly transform my life. And I think that's the message that I have is like, start today as you mean to go on, like act as if, because no amount of money will ever give that to you. So you might as well do the inner work now and get your subconscious and conscious minds aligned so that the money is then a byproduct of the woman that you are showing up as in the world.
0: That needs to be a quote. <laughs> oh, God. Can we write I'm, that one down? I'm that one out. That's going to be the yes. tile. <laughs> love it. Yeah, no, I love it, and I think it's it's so true. Is that vibrational energy and something that we I've really tapped into this year? You know, even the other day, I did so much you know self development work on the weekend, and. Um, one of my things is money's always around me like that's something that i Mm -hmm. say to myself and i actually went to the park with finley who's my dog for those who don't know um Mm -hmm. and uh, i was leaving the park and the woman who i was walking with was like oh beck um is this your five dollars and i actually thought it was mine out of my pocket and she passed it over and i was like oh thank you and i got home and the five my the five dollars that I thought it was was on the side, and I was like,
1: "Wow, oh, thank you, universe!" <laughs> like, I love that. Yes, and it's, yeah. and I love that you find like find the gratitude starting today, whether you have whether you're close to being the kind of woman that signs big ass contracts or wants just your five first five k month or whatever it is. I love that you found gratitude for the money, whether it was big or whether it was small. Yeah. Like money just is, and money is responding to you. So you responded to it like, of course, that's affirmation yeah. of my belief. Of course, I deserve this. Of course, money is showing up. And therefore money goes, oh, Rebecca really likes it when we do this.
0: Life keep <laughs> showing <simple>. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. um, so just to wrap up, um, let me know three fun facts about you oh
1: my god I don't think anyone's ever oh god you could open a massive can of worms about this fun facts um I'm obsessed with pickles <laughs>
0: that is brilliant no
1: like, like like my favorite snack is pickles like I, I love like, my boyfriend He loves a
0: pickle too
1: like like, the, like I will drink the pickle juice like that is oh. wow well. <laughs> <laughs> like I I swear I have my shit together as a business owner
0: (laughs) but I do drink the pickle juice
1: (laughs) but I drink the pickle juice from the jar um what's another fun fact oh my gosh you've got me stumped what else can I share that's actually interesting um is it interesting or a fun fact that like i grew up in england but i live in la like is I that know. oh i know what's well, a fun fact go on oh my god i also can't believe i about to share this i'm in hellraiser the movie if anyone like has ever been in like likes horror movies but i pay i play like the archangel in <laughs> hellraiser. yeah you can uh totally go google my face like with um all of the prosthetics on it as a pinhead if anyone knows the franchise like rips my body into completely (laughs) nonsense yeah so I play feel in uh in Hellraiser so that's kind of cool and mm, another fun fact oh my gosh what is another fun fact give me examples of what other women have said so that I don't just like say the weirdest things (laughs) I've already admitted that I drink pickle juice and that yeah. I'm in like one of the biggest horror movie <laughs> franchises. Yeah, I won't be watching um, that. I've had dinner with Al Pacino. I think that's what? a pretty that fun fact. Yeah. Like also like like he's really he was really good friends with one of my friends and we like sat and talked about Shakespeare at an Italian restaurant in LA and it was that was a pretty cool moment really for
0: Wow, that is a fun fact. Well, I put you I on love the spot that I haven't, sh-
1: you know, I haven't <laughs> shared anything about business or anything. I've told you, I had dinner with Al Pacino.
0: I'm in Hellraiser and I drink pickle juice from the jar. Top that, ladies. So bring it on, ladies. I hope you've got lots of aha moments from here. <laughs> oh, God. How embarrassing is this? Great. I love it. I love it. It's <laughs> No, thank you so, so much for joining me. I have loved it, every single moment of it. But you just want to tell everyone where they can find you and what you do. I know you have a podcast too.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I love uh, spreading my, mis- my mission and my message on the Girl Unfiltered podcast. So that's probably the best place to come just find out more and listen to my wacky self talking more about money mindset. Pickle
0: um, <laughs> no pickle juice
1: is ever involved in the podcast, I promise. <laughs> um, and <laughs> my Instagram handle is at girlunfiltred. Um, and those are the, probably the two best places to find me. Like, I would love if you guys screenshot this episode and like tag me in it so I can just come say, Hey, and you guys can laugh at my embarrassing, horrible fun facts and not make me feel like I'm very silly for sharing. Them. Maybe I
0: should share some too. <laughs>
1: yeah. What's your fun fact, Rebecca? Give me one. I'm sure you have many, so maybe you yeah. can, you can. Actually,
0: See, she stinks now. <laughs> it's hard. The one thing I always say is that, but this is quite a dramatic fact. That's not a fun fact, but I did almost die when I had my appendix out. Oh I my god! Me too. A, what? Me too.
1: <laughs> me too. No way! I was in hospital for a month.
0: Yeah, I, it was bad. What happened? Um, it erupted as they were cutting me open, and, <gasps> was, and then the fire alarm went off as well. Just to add to my mom's horror. Oh
1: my God, (laughs) how old were
0: you? Um, Year six, so what was that? Okay, Okay, you're still really young, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yours
1: is way more dramatic than mine. (laughs) You actually did nearly die. I just got like an infection from the freaking operation and then I couldn't eat. No, oh, so yeah. I was definitely yeah.
0: I was in hospital we have for a while, but too much in common. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyway, we're wrapping it all up. I hope. Yeah, let's really... end on a positive. <laughs> um, but I think the message to drive home here from this is to really align that subconscious and conscious mind. To do the inner work. Don't be a, don't mm-hmm. be scared. Don't be afraid of doing that, and really can start living your dreams.
1: Just yeah, and way. don't be afraid to show up as your fullest self. <laughs>
0: you you can can still, still do, do well in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right. right. I'll see. I'll see you all in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to that just as much as we enjoyed recording it. Just like Helena said, if you have enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure to pop it on your stories and on your Instagram and tag us both. Both that are in the show notes. I cannot wait to share another incredible story with you next week. But until then, remember this. Sometimes we have to break down to break through. Nothing changes if you don't change internally and start today as you mean to go on. Show up as that powerhouse that you are.